0: Hi, this is Dan LeBrod with The Ovation Show, and we're uh, broadcasting live from the Work Innovators Network at the Venturex Castle Hills, The Realm in Louisville, Texas, um, where they are enhancing business productivity with media. Check out workinnovators.com for more information. Uh, today, we are in the studio with retired Colonel Brian Searcy. We're talking about situational awareness, which is actually one of the new programs being offered
1: on the Ovation Learning Management System. Uh, Brian? Nice to meet you and good to have you in here. Dan, thanks for having me here. The Paratus Group is extremely excited to be partnering with Ovation to introduce situational awareness learning along with all of the great programs that you currently have on your LMS system. Thanks, Brian. Our LMS programs, it it consists of 200 courses that
0: are professionally created um, that allow your employees to get the training they need from everything from workplace diversity, to sexual harassment, to workplace safety, things like food handling, construction safety, etc um, All these courses, you know, they issue certificates of completion for each employee. Um, and the main purpose also is, you know, this could, these courses help prevent lawsuits, government fines, um, and workers' comp claims, to name a few things. Um, but anyways, we're glad to a- actually add your program to our offerings now.
1: So, you know, I guess, tell me a little bit more about situational awareness. Yeah, situational awareness is a critical skill that you have to have to be able to empower the training, like I said, that your programs have. Let's take sexual harassment, for example. You know, While yes, it helps prepare somebody if there's litigation or those types of things, if there is an event, sexual harassment claims to businesses in, from 2018 to 2020 went up by 21%. The cost to businesses went up by 21%. That's a huge number, and that's because this training, while it's critical and important, we aren't empowering that with habits and behaviors for people to actually take that training and do something about it. So that's what the Paratus Group Situation Awareness Programs do, is we co-create programs specifically for the employer, so we match the culture that they want, but then we teach this critical situation awareness skill so they can take all this other learning and then actually do something about it. And we break the mold. We break Einstein's definition of insanity where you try to teach situation awareness with a one-hour course. We use a micro e-learning program. So over a period of time, everybody in the organization learns situation awareness. They learn it for themselves, not, not what it, how it would work for me or for you, because and as an individual needs to learn it themselves. But at the end of the time, they've established a new habit, a new behavior, and a process which enables all the training that you currently have in your LMS. So I like that. It's really about the changing behavior
0: and those patterns. Um, you know, you and I had lunch one time and we talked about, you know, the situational awareness. I said, well, you know, I, I like to sit with my back to the to the wall and see what's going on around me. And you said, well, what if somebody walk in and you witness something? You know, what would you do? And I said, well, I would see it, recognize it. But what would you do? How would you react and how would you handle that? And I didn't have an answer for that.
1: And that kind of you know, that, that really showed me really what you're trying to do. Right. So situation awareness is not just being aware necessarily of what's around you. It's having thought through and trained your, trained yourself based on different situations, what you're capable of doing. And and that's another area where the product group really focuses is to make sure you develop what you're able to do and not necessarily what I would do. We started in this space doing active shooter training, and that's still part of our programs. But I always felt we were setting people up for failure by telling them what they should do if there's an active shooter situation when we don't even know what they're capable of doing. So our program helps the individual develop through our process that we teach, how to analyze what's going on, but then to think through every time they walk into a coffee shop, okay, what would I do today if this happens? So now they have already thought through what they would do. So under stress, they'd be able to, to reach into that part of their brain that has that information and then actually be able to do it. You know, it's
0: kind of, it's weird to even think about it. You know, go back years, years ago, when we, we would never thought this was needed. And you know, just this morning, we had the FedEx shooting where eight people died. Um, you know, last week, I think there was school shootings and we've had the Me Too movement. And there's just, there's so much happening that we're aware of now, where situational awareness is actually really needed. And it's not just, hey, read this article, read, go through this course, and so you understand that's wrong. But yeah, how do we deal with that and prevent it? I mean, what what kind of process do you use to really you know, to instill that behavior
1: into, into our employer employees? So the, the first key thing that's unique about the paradise Group is using the micro e-learning platform. So after we introduce what situation awareness is, we introduce all the threats that we face out there today, from human trafficking to sexual assault to, yes, active shooter. We introduce the 10 critical personal skills that you have to learn to have situational awareness. And then we explain how you individually learn this over a period of time. There's the 2190 rule. Have you ever heard of that? No, I haven't. So, the 2190 rule says it takes 21 days to establish a new habit and 90 days to establish a new behavior. Mm. That's why this t- traditional type training doesn't allow you to develop situation awareness. So, it has to take place over time. We then add on top of that a process that the Prodigy Group is ident- uses called Identify, Assess, Uh, predict then decide and act so every time I walk into a coffee shop kind of like you said you make sure your (laughs) backs not to the door I walk in and I identify okay what's going on in this place is there anything in here right now that concerns me okay no if there isn't then I'll do an assessment can I sit so my backs not to the door where are the exits can I lock a bathroom door if I need to hide for some reason And then finally, under the predict, I think about, okay, if somebody were to walk in today, what would I do? And that changes if I'm with my family, it changes if I'm having a business meeting. But what I'm doing is building up a library of the different things that I might do. So Mm -hmm. if something bad does happen, then I have that library to go to. And then the next step is decide and act. So if somebody comes in and I get that God given hair on the back of my neck or that (laughs) gut feeling, now I know that, okay, something is setting that off. I've also taught myself to trust it, believe it, and then do something about it. And that's the big difference. You talked about whether people act on something. The Harvard Business Review did a study two years ago that said less than one in seven people today actually have full situational awareness. Wow. And I think I've started to mention some people actually have a good understanding of what might be going on around them, but they haven't done that planning, and they then don't know how to act. They don't know what to do, so they actually become paralyzed. And sometimes would do some will do something that actually is more harmful to them, their family, or the people around them. I believe that. Now, one thing you mentioned was you know talking about the impact it can have on an
0: employer. You know, in the employee benefits space, we focus on reducing costs, putting money back in the bottom line, revenue. Um, but you know, from the situation awareness and the training perspective. You know, that can have an impact, too, from, I guess, probably lawsuits and things like that. I mean, where do you see, do you see a financial impact on companies and organizations? As a matter
1: of fact, that's one of the things that we work with the companies on when we do that. So cyber attacks are huge right now. And the uh, FBI and the U.S. Secret Service have all come out and said that almost 30 percent of all cyber attacks are caused because somebody clicks on an email that's part of a phishing campaign. And, And... The employees, if they're not paying attention, if they don't have good situation awareness, that's how they click on that bad link in an email, and that's what happens. Self-awareness and situation awareness are also critical when it comes to people being, whether they're stressed, whether they have anxiety. And what we're hearing from SHRM is that up to five hours of productivity is lost every single week because people are stressed, have anxiety, they're having to make decisions under panic and fear, especially now because of the pandemic. So if we can get them into a state where they have great situation awareness, they are no longer stressed and anxious because they understand a process, they understand the environment they're in, we can dramatically increase their productivity. Um, We also know that uh, happy uh, employees will stay at a company longer, but that is all a process of whether they're stressed and anxious and what the culture and the communication is. So we also know that uh, cost can be as, as high as, or turnover can be as high as 25% in an organization. If you have an employee that makes $50,000 a year, the cost of that company is about $15,000 to replace that employee. Wow. So situation awareness does all these things. But then one other key thing I do want to point out yeah. is that when you have situation awareness... If Dan walks into the office and Dan's not acting the way he normally does, there's something going on in Dan's life because I have situation awareness. I can identify that. But even more than that, I can do something about it because I've trained myself to do that.
0: You know, that's what we hear when they interview people after something happens like, oh, well, he always was so happy. And yeah, you know, I felt something was off, but they didn't do anything about it and they didn't they didn't act on it or say anything to anybody. And I think that's where we miss that mark all the time and we just don't know how to react. I like the financial aspect because again we're looking out for clients bottom lines too and that and you know whether it be lawsuits um cyber we just had uh special agent rich murray from the fbi on last week on the lone star council talking about the cyber attacks and how much that can cost and what that can do um and that's where i got that 30 (laughs) percent that was right out of his presentation (laughs) yeah it was a good presentation (laughs) um so you know when you're implementing lms or you're implementing implementing uh you know now everyone's virtual too and this may be something How are you handling that? Because I I know in the past I have seen companies where they bring somebody in to speak to everybody and they they do these in-person classes and hand-holding. But how are you handling that now with the virtual world? That's one of the benefits of our LMS system, as you know, is it's online. So now that virtual workforce has access to all these courses and you get the certificates of completion, et cetera. But how with situational awareness, how are you doing that when it's a very, again, Almost like a live event. Are you doing Zoom calls? How are you, how are you
1: structuring? So we have three different ways that we can do it as far as, as far as the program, especially the introduction piece. So we can still go somewhere and do live here in Texas. We're starting to open up. So there's those opportunities. The second opportunity is to do live Zoom events and um, those are still great. People can ask questions, still not as, as, um, powerful as in a live event, because there's a couple of exercises we have them go through in a live event, which really gets them to open their eyes that they're really not situationally aware. They may have thought they were, but they're Mm -hmm. really not. Um, Then the third option is we have broken down that introduction into separate videos that can just be part of the LMS. So there's three key ways to do that. And then the program, the initial program is 90 days long, and that goes back to that 2190 rule but it's no more than two to five minutes a day. So it's not taking a lot of time out. We're just reinforcing what's going on. And so on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, that's that reinforcing content. But then how we're really making it real for everybody is on Tuesday and Thursday, we either have videos, we have uh, documents that go out, we have communication from the leadership of of the organization directly to their employees regarding safety, but we're talking about what just happened in the real world. So for example, next week on Tuesday, The content that's going out to all the teachers and staff in our teacher and staff program here in North Texas is all going to be the shooting at the FedEx place. So it's real world talking about what happened there and how that can be tied into the process that they develop for situational awareness. Excellent. Let me ask you another question. This just came in my head. Um, you know, we talk
0: about the FedEx shooting, things that are happening right now. You know, and I don't know if you know about this. In Plano ISD recently, there was a bullying incident for a middle schooler, and my son's at middle school in Plano ISD. Um, where a, a kid was bullied. He was invited to a party and they made him drink urine and all kinds of terrible things. And they set the you know, kid up. How, could, how do you feel that you know, uh, situational awareness could help, whether it be the parents recognizing what's going on, the teachers, I mean, how, how can it help in that situation? You know, maybe do we need to put this into the training with like, the,
1: school, the school districts and how can that help? So you've actually, that was a great lead-in for one of the things <laughs> the Prades Group is really focused on, because we started with programs for for schools, for churches, okay. and for businesses, to get the teachers, to get the employees in an organization situationally aware to help with the processes that go there. But the the Prades Group is rolling out now our four key programs that go directly into the home. Oh wow! So we have a program specifically for parents, because most parents today don't know that two of the major threats to their kids are, the, the, are bullying and sex yep. bullying and human trafficking. They're just not aware of those threats. So right. that's, that's one of the key things we need to do is educate them on what the threats are. But then in their situation awareness program, we're teaching them situation awareness, but then we're also giving them the skills to be able to teach their kids situation awareness. Quick story, so um, Tom Leach, myself, Tom Leach is a, uh, retired Army Green Beret. He's an advisor to the Paratus Group. And he and I both have taught our kids situational awareness, but we didn't do that by sitting them down and lecturing them on situation awareness. They watched us behave over the years of their lives when we'd walk into a restaurant or a grocery store mm-hmm. or a coffee shop where we would make sure we didn't sit so our back was to the door. We did that assessment process of what was going on, and then we thought through what the plan would be. So here's the quick story. My daughter, who's 30 years old, works for my wife Heather at Lanternake over in Argyle. When she was 14 years old, we went to dinner with family friends. I had been doing my process for a very, very long time. And one of her friends goes to sit in the seat that my daughter knew I needed to sit in. So she said to her friend, I'm sorry, you can't sit there. My dad has to sit there. And her friend said, well, why does your dad (laughs) have to sit there? My daughter just rattled off. Uh, My dad can't have his back to the door. He has to be able to see everything that's going to be going on. He'll have a plan of action that he'll tell us what to do in case anything happens. So my daughter learned that process by watching me and me using learning opportunities because there were plenty of times that she asked me, dad, why do you have to sit here? Or dad, what are you doing? (laughs) I wanna sit there. (laughs) And I I just would go through what I'm doing. So that's how they learn that. And and Tom and I have a background where it's that habit, that behavior that you're establishing, and then teaching yourself and, and putting all those things into your library so you're ready to do something if you have to. Do you find most people are pretty receptive when you start bringing these programs out that they're like, yeah, I really need to know this and I'm glad I'm learning it? Or do you get pushback at all? We don't get any pushback. And one of the key reasons is is this is just not, it's not just an active shooter program. And it's not just, you've got to be afraid of the threats. What we're doing is preparing people with all the threats that are out there and we're educating them on the threats. With active shooter, while it can be extremely bad when it happens, like the FedEx shooting, the chances of it happening are still really small. Right. So. Low probability, high catastrophic event. But when you look at all of these other threats that we face yeah. on a regular basis, you just talked about your son and a, and knows about a bullying incident. With all the threats that are out there, it's less than one degree of separation that somebody knows somebody that tried to commit suicide yeah. or was potentially human trafficked or was somebody wanted to assault them. And the beauty is when you learn situational awareness and this, and this process that we teach you gain the ability to take responsibility for your own safety. But then even more than that, when we work collectively, we can take responsibility for the safety of our communities. This is outstanding. I mean, I am get more and more excited that we partnered with you and we're able to offer
0: these to our clients. Um, for anyone that's out there that wants to learn more, uh, go to the OvationLMS.com website. Uh, we've got Paratus Group on there now. There's a little bit more information and there's a contact sheet as well. So we can reach out to you or Brian can reach out to you as well. Brian, um, always good to see you. Appreciate it. Thanks, Dan. Looking forward to the partnership, and um, again, we'll have the press
1: release going out soon about it. And excited to get this going. Yeah, we're gonna. Education is the key. It's the passion that we both have, and um, I'm excited about the mission that we're we're gonna go and work on together. Awesome.
0: Well, I want to thank everybody uh, for watching this. And special thanks to our sponsors, uh, Success North Dallas, where they've been building relationships for over 30 years. And then Craig Shelley Beverly Hills Luxury Jewelry and Fine Watches, um, where they're basically using their jewelry and fine watches to give back to the community. Um, So appreciate it. And everyone have 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 a great day.
1: Thanks, Dan.